Limos and Roses is a humorous and occasionally offensive podcast. All opinions are based on the bachelors and bachelorettes being in the top 99 percentile of their respective genders with regard to their physical attributes. The Limos and Roses podcast fully supports the LGBT community. Any reference to a bachelor or bachelorette's sexual preference is merely conjecture based off of observations. In other words, no offense. And thank you for listening. Enjoy. Welcome to the very 40th. Uh, what? Is this, a, is this an episode? Is it, a, is it a podcast? We're 40 years old, guys. Congratulations. It's our 40th birthday. 40th episode of Limos and Roses. 40. Yeah, 40. This. Of course, is the JoJo Chris Harrison Fletcher polygraph tested semi sober bachelorette podcast. She maybe gets married. We don't know that you all know and love the recap podcast over all other recap podcasts that covers season 16 of The Bachelorette. Thank you so much for showing up. As you may or may not know, this very show began with our own Bachelor Fantasy League entitled limos and roses on this podcast i am joined by my husband jet and our bunny grace and me i am your host and moderator chelsea so let's hop right into the date, date breakdown 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 with the continuation of this two on one so there's Noah time, there's Bennett time. It's so ridiculous. It's so producer planted and driven and let's go to text about it. The big thorn in the rose of Tasha's side is always when her integrity is called into question. She's taking it a little seriously. I mean, she, she, she just mentions integrity constantly and I'm like, yeah. you know, Tasha. I believe your integrity was questioned the second you got on this show. Like, yeah. that's... It's, you know, it's like what Chelsea said. It's producer-driven. And, and you know, he... Bennett gets a one-on, you know, some one-on-one time with her and just completely shoots himself in the foot. Then Noah gets it and, like, just doesn't pull the trigger, you know, like, on his foot. And that's the only difference. Like, one's walking around, like, hobbled because he shot himself in the foot and one just never pulled the trigger. He pulled the trigger on those Tic Tacs, I'll tell you that much. <laughs> he certainly did. <laughs> <laughs> that was like my favorite part of that like first 10 minutes <laughs> but did you notice dur- during the two-on-one you see dude bennett was sweating a lot that was oh, that was he knew telling yeah. if she's dude she's when she was sitting there with the rose uh, like holding it up we all knew what was happening nobody was getting yeah. the rose there yeah, but uh, she knew. was sitting there with with the rose and she called and then she calls she calls uh clark kent she calls bennett condescending and we're like yeah <laughs> and then she says to noah you're not ready for a relationship and we're all like yeah yeah i wish she had just eaten the rose yeah i love that she does consolation speeches though yeah always she well she's yeah. letting the viewers she's, at home know you know it's like she has honorable mention ribbons that she's like handing out so anything to say before we uh move on with this rose ceremony unless you have something I nice finally to say. figured it out dude i figured it out <laughs> 
So here's who Brendan is. Cause you know, he's still crying obviously without tears. He's the tearless crier, but I figured him out. He is the bachelorette equivalent of pop music's Sam Smith. Like everything's a ballad. Even the up-tempo sound like he's crying. It's like, oh what is gosh. this guy's deal? Like he's I could Sam not Smith. agree with you more, Jet, because there's <laughs> this one the- song by Sam Smith and he, it, it's, it, he just keeps repeating over, I wish I had somebody to die for. And I'm like, dude, that's intense. Like, better, better lyric. I wish, I wish I had somebody to live for. Riley breaks out the game, dude. This is where Riley's like, "Yo, so I've got game. Let's just show you some old school, traditional, non-bachelor gamemanship." By the way, not sure if you realize this, but it's our one-week anniversary, lady. It's been one week since you talked to me. Close your yeah. eyes and hear some cake, you know. <laughs> That's really all I have. Well, thank heavens, because we got a rose rundown. Oh, I'm going to stretch. Rose run, a, Rose run around. Okay. Oh, I'm sweating like Bennett right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. All right. First name is Brendan. The original front runner. Sam Smith. Riley. Sure. He's a safe second. Nailed it. Blake. What? Seriously? Yeah. That's like serious. I just wrote seriously. Ivan. You. I love Ivan. I know. He just I, he, he I know, but he just I wrote he must gonna be get so crushed. Nice. Like he's going to get just crushed. Just so nice. Yeah. And the final rose goes to Noah. Producer Rose. Yeah, I wrote wow. Like a legit wow. Like I can't believe he got a rose. It is it was Silliness, you know, whatever. Moving on, rest in one piece, Spencer. Well, one piece romper would be nice, yeah. Ed. <laughs> and Damar, yeah. you guys, Damar. Damar had some legit tears Damar. there. That was heavy. And honestly, I think he got the least screen time out of any of those guys. I would agree. I would agree. He was I mean, probably he see, just... But he was somehow the most emotional. So there must have been stuff we didn't see. He was probably just like a nice guy yeah so um <laughs> rose ceremony down we move forward and there's a date card it's a one-on-one for ben falling in love is full of surprises this is the scavenger hunt date that both of them just want to be over so then ben rips open a cactus pinata and they sit down and talk and it's fine Anybody have words for this daytime portion of the day? I started writing like really dumb things like razor scooters are fun, pinatas are fun. All right. Yeah. <laughs> like, what you- yeah. Well, at least those things are more fun than this date. Like, dude, they're on a date and Ben's like, I fully trust you. And I'm like, you barely even know each other. Like, full trust. First of all, she's hooking up with six other dudes. So let's just put that out there. <laughs> yeah. The how much can you trust her? <laughs> I fully trust you. Okay. Lucky her. Damn. Oh, and I did say, I, I wrote actually a specific phrase quote for phrase here. Uh, I said, phrase would say, hey, Ben, don't cheers to real life. Just don't do it. 
Because he literally it's cheers. So he goes, this it's is surreal so life. It's like, what are you cheersing to read? You don't know anything about real life with this woman. Yeah. For real life. Cheers. Hey, guys, cheers to real life. Cheers to yeah, real cheers life. Cheers to real life. I'll drink <laughs> guys, real cheers life. To, guys, cheers to our unedited real life podcast. We'll fix yeah. it in post. <laughs> to life. L'chaim. <laughs> Mm. We'll fix it in post. So are we in the night portion then? Because I have something to say about this. Yeah, so we this can is move happening. into this evening portion of the date because I personally believe the daytime portion was um, a really giant nothing burger. So yeah, go to town. Yep. So what I've realized is, you know, we've talked about these guys. They all have like lived some life. And it's the battle of broken back and two failed suicide attempts versus brain tumor and rehab. She asked these guys to open up, and then when they start to open up about some really heavy things, there's only a few ways that you can react to that. You know, like if somebody tells you these things, she can only be like, I'm so sorry, or that's terrible, or I'm so happy that you've come out on top type stuff. And in that opening up, she also gets to scare herself into being like, well, geez, now that this guy's really opened up, it's going to be a lot harder to break up with this guy. I should have never asked him to open up. Yeah, she needs to be careful, too, with some of this. These people are coming to her with all this uh, baggage of sorts, you know, to, to therapeutically release. And, and she keeps going, well, I'm still here. Or look where you are. But you might mm -hmm. dump someone. It's like you're saying, I'm still here. Then what do they think tomorrow when they wake up and you're not? And as usual, like, it could just be the editing. But that rose came quick. Real quick after that heavy suicide talk. You know what I mean? Like, that was... Yeah, she was probably like, can we just, like, go back to making out and, like, yeah. hitting pinatas? Like, well, roses fix everything. We know well, that. Well, what's great is... <laughs> She has a surprise for him and she takes him in to another area and it's everyone's favorite performing and recording artist. Let's all say it together. Adam. I don't know who he is. Hambrick. Adam Hambrick, yes. Oh, Hambrick, that my, that's right. That was my never guess. So yeah, so they dance the night away. Ben gets a rose, obviously. Um, which means he's the first official hometown selection. So congrats to Ben. There it is. All right. Back at the ranch, there is a group date card, but not really a card. It's just a group date because there are so few guys left. This is the group date with Zach, Brendan, Ivan, Noah, and Riley, and it is a polygraph, a.k.a. BS, test so yeah. i thought we would talk some polygraph facts in this week's pop quiz oh oh i'm right. so excited because i was gonna say that was not a polygraph no yeah <laughs> did i know it was coming that ask was me like, did i know yeah. the pop quiz was coming yes i did <laughs> how accurate is a polygraph test percentage wise i'm gonna say uh 50 50. i'm <laughs> Wouldn't that just Seriously. completely devalue the polygraph? I'm, I'm going to say 70%. Oh, that's closer. So according to the American Polygraph Association, a polygraph test taken correctly is over 90% accurate. However, when computers take over that polygraph, the accuracy climbs closer to 100%. So, well, of course, the poly, of course the Polygraph Institute is going to say yeah. that. Did, yeah, did they, people did trying they, to sell polygraphs. They, polygraph, or... they should polygraph the Polygraph Institute. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, it works 66% of the time. It works every time. Every like, day. come on, yeah. Yeah. let's stop. Question number two. Can polygraphs be used in a court of law in this country? I would say um, a polygraph test results can be considered as part of evidence, but it can't be used to definitively uh, come up with a verdict. Uh, conjecture. <laughs> <laughs> Is that even the right word? <laughs> I should have said abstain or like. The defense rests. Uh, no, yeah. no further questions, I actually, Your Honor. No further questions, Your Honor. I actually agree with the, the prosecutor here. <laughs> no, so, I agree with Jed. I mean, that's that's my guess as well. I couldn't have said it better. I mean, it is partially correct. Basically, it's a state's rights thing. So in 1998, the Supreme Court actually made some moves to allow states the right to ban polygraphs as their results can't necessarily be verified. And this state's rights ruling still stands today. Question number three, will any questions asked get an accurate read on a polygraph? Like, can you ask any question to get an accurate read? No. I want to say I no. Mean, no. Yeah. No. You have to ask yes or no questions. So okay. that being said- You know what, here's the thing. If you're gonna take a polygraph, just show up. Just show up. <laughs> and frankly, if someone is monitoring the polygraph, it should probably be Jojo Fletcher. Who's vetting the validity of this test? We have green and red light. Ivan and Noah got softball questions. Ivan was like, this is the easiest date I've ever been on because he's the sweetest, yeah. nicest, most honest guy. He's like, ask me anything. You can ask yeah. me anything. I'm, I'm Ivan. Yeah. But he also got like, do you like ice cream? And he's like, yeah. You know, whereas the other one's like, yep. have you ever, have you ever killed a man? You know? Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on into the nighttime portion of this date slash this rose would also be a hometown rose. All right. Let's talk about these guys and their discussions. So Zaxi is outed for being a cheater, uh -huh. you know, which is like a big deal. But then he tells the story about being in sixth grade and he cheated on the girl in sixth grade and French kissed it. And I said to myself, that's a great way for a cheater to get away with cheating. She didn't say, did you ever cheat again? Right. I know. You just said I cheated heavy. and that's when I cheated. You know what? People cheat sometimes. I mean, and he admitted to it. And then he spun a tale of, which was also a truth, but he, yeah. You know, telling the truth and telling the full truth are two different things. Oh, you know? for sure. <laughs> you know, yeah. in a court of law, you know, they would have said there hey, would have uh, been further interrogations, further interrogation. And I'm and I'm actually a little bit upset that Tasha didn't go further. And she goes because she was like all smitten, you know, like, oh, you. Yeah, she's like, girl at the roller ring or whatever. she was yeah. like, I thought you, you silly goose, you silly grade. goose. I thought you were a cheater. Now let's go yeah, make out. Cut, cut to, cut to next episode. He's like, yeah, and then I cheated multiple, multiple times. Yeah, we're, that. yeah. Well if, that, well, if that happens, he might be in trouble because he should have, yeah. he should have given that information right off the bat. Like, if he, if he's withholding that and then is going to come forth with it later, then that's troublesome. So she said that she was falling in love. Yeah, she did. Was that? I know. I know. And uh, Sam Smith was dropping a line like he was like uh, talking about it being. He was like you know, let's look at this, you know, our relationship is face value. And it's like, all you guys have is face value. Nobody knows anyone on this show. It's based purely on face value. And then he drops a weird line. He's just so strange, Brendan. Yeah. And he drops a weird line. He said, I'm potentially actually falling in love with her. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What is a potential actuality? 
potential actualities. It sounds like a 17th or 18th step in Scientology. Like potential mm-hmm. actuality. Yeah, there you go. After about potential actuality. You're <laughs> no doubt. Yeah. Just this obscure non-truth. And then Riley was very still and stoic. He brought some heavy baggage that we thought was going to be a massive unveiling and well that was the whole thing i was like you took a long you took a really long time to say you don't get along with your dad (laughs) i kept waiting for some crazy story terrible and maybe there's something there's probably more to that but he still skirted all i had to say was i have a really bad relationship with my father or i i had i had a good relationship now i have a bad relationship and i changed my name because i don't want to be associated with my father's name yeah, I thought there was going to be something deeper to it. He was getting heavy. Like, well, if you come see my family, my dad's in prison. My mom's currently That's what I thought. Uh, in rehab. Mm-hmm. Like something Demi's like mom style, you know, yeah, anything. Yeah. But yeah, or like we live in a in a really rundown trailer park and we're the worst trailer house on the lot. You know, and it's something, whatever. I mean, Dean had Dean's dad lived in a teepee and he didn't break that news until they showed up at the front flap, you know? Yeah. I mean, it's yeah, it's sort of terrible for me to be like, "Come on, Riley." He hasn't, just, but he well, hasn't had a one-on-one, right? We talk about the Ben stuff and the Zach stuff, and it's like, those guys, the Brandon divorce talk, like, this is all serious stuff that gets mentioned because these people have been on one-on-one. And mm-hmm. Dwayne Henderson Jr., a.k.a. Riley, has only had these little spurts of time on these giant group dates. And since this is mm-hmm. the smallest group date he's been on this is the most time he has. And emotions are relative. Emotions are relative. The way we respond, like just because somebody has uh, been, had a brain tumor and another person's uh, had suicidal tendencies and this person's father hates him or they don't get along. That doesn't, yes, from an outsider's point of view, you could put them, put them, you could rank them on severity. Yeah. But the way the person feels inside is, is, is more important, particularly when it comes to a relationship and opening up. And he was, those weren't fake emotions. It was clearly, it's clearly heavy on him. I think that's more speaks to how closed off he is emotionally. And that was a big opening up for him maybe. And that's good. That's good. I agree. I agree. And and not to mention, she should be like, oh, that's all? Thank God, an actual normal guy on here. And he's being heavily, really emotional right now. So I can respect that. Dude, I like, I like, I like Riley. I do. Well, let's, Um, let's stray from the word normal. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Wait, because normal yeah. is relative, like emotions are relative. Normalcy is relative on this show. There is yeah, no such thing as it's the new normal. Well, you know? and who gets the group date rose? There was not one. He doesn't give it to anyone yep. because she would yep. have given it to Zach C. But then she heard that story from Riley and was like, I mm-hmm. can't. She's caught up in that world of yeah. in the moment she's there to console them. And then it's like she suddenly wakes up and remembers that she has to dump these people. And it's like, you're being, you, you've got to keep a weird distance. Do you guys see that? Ooh. That's The really light crazy. cascade. Oh. Yeah, it's like the brightest light I've ever seen. Wow. Mm. This blinding sparkle and sheen can only come from the one for Aces Fashion Corner. Blasting you in the face with phrases, fashion corner. I feel <laughs> rejuvenated and new, and I'm being sucked up into the corner right now. Let's all beam up here. 
and you're in the corner. Welcome to my corner. So I love, 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 love her turtle ring. Uh, if anybody caught that in uh, the beginning of the episode. Um, by the way, red wine and white pants, be careful, Noah. Be careful, especially when you're not getting that rose. I saw you slam that Merlot, and I was just like, whoa, watch out, pants. We're in for a little Francis fashion debacle in any sense. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Brendan, this outfit is atrocious. It's like a turtleneck priest collar ring sweater under a jacket. Don't wear it. Get off the show if you're going to bring that type of fashion. Uh, it's not allowed in the corner, and this is a reason why you're not going any further, in my opinion. That's his um, MO, dude. He brought the Steve Jobs on night one. Don't forget. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I, I wanted to forget. Like, you know, I wanted to forget that fashion choice. Um, JoJo looks hot. I, I said hot is the word. I am upset that she has replaced Chris Harrison, but I'm not upset about looking at the replacement, if you know what I mean. Also, why do all these guys hate socks? I've mentioned this every single week. What is, what is, what is the hatred of socks? Can somebody please tell me why we're not wearing socks with pants? Whoa, the little black dress, the LBD on Tasha in the night portion, uh, it's, it, it's known, I mean, this is a $1,700 dress, by the way. It's a shimmered bodycon, and uh, it, it's, it's, it's absolutely stunning. Um, the magenta romper on JoJo, not a fan, sorry. Uh, I don't even have much more to say about it. Taisha, oh my God. The shorts romper with the big open uh, skirt train and the ruffles, that is one of my favorite looks that she's worn all season. Uh, although I did like that Moco shimmer one. Uh, that was also stunning. Um, oh yeah, there was no Chris Harrison, so I couldn't talk about watches and I couldn't talk about him like dressing down. Um, Ed gets a facial. Take me out of here. <laughs> yeah, it's simple as that. Honestly, there wasn't a lot of fashion because she wore, she had on a lot of her same, like the whole- It was like, like one night. It was all like one night, basically. That the whole the first half hour was her in that, um, and her look from the previous, because it was the two-on-one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There wasn't a lot going on. Um. What, what I meant to mention earlier, this is so funny, dude, to like, because I was sitting here thinking, dude, was there even like a daytime situation? But there was, the beginning of the group date. And dude, I had to show Chelsea. Just go back. In fact, I'll just show you on my phone in a second. And evaluate the way these guys run. All right, here we go. We ready? Dates are going to be weird, isn't it? Are we ready? Okay. Yeah. Just watch the runs. Well, normally I don't like to watch the runs, but. Oh, look Here at we them. go. <laughs> and you could go back and look at each individual run, and it's fantastic. Was so was Zach was like winded? Yeah. They're literally. <laughs> I think one of them was actually running in place. It was like, what is happening right now? It's ridiculous. Well, you guys I have three words for you. Bennett is back. Oh boy. B is B. How he creepy, how creepy was that? Him lurking in the shadows. I loved it. I loved it. I think, okay, I, my notes verbatim say, this is fun as That's what my notes <laughs> mm -hmm. say. Can we talk about the fact that he, uh, Drops the L-bomb, talk about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, that was my next note. I said, you know, a last ditch effort to ever stay on the show is always dropping the L-bomb. It's yeah. just so and desperate it, and though. I've, and I've never seen it work. No. But she Have we ever seen it work? No. no. Bennett has loved one person in his life. 
Bennett. There you go. Um, now, I do like Bennett. Don't get me wrong. Like I said, I can't wait for Paradise. I think Bennett's awesome, and he is a gem for that show because he's going to have a psychological analysis of each and every person who walks onto that beach, mm -hmm. and I'm looking forward to it. They should have him on as, like, just a commentator because, I mean, his, his calm demeanor and his – look, it's ridiculously cocky, but he is very confident. If I was a producer and I was producing him, I'd say, Bennett, they're loving it. They're loving all of this. Just keep going. Like, keep being ridiculous. Like, your fans are love. You start using words like fans. Your fans are loving this. Oh, yeah. You know, like, and he's just like, okay, I'll just be, like, more me. Like, or no, they, I'll be a heightened me, you know? Dude, look at who's left. We talked about that. Look at who's left. They have to bring him back. They're like, can we get some levity up in here? But there's I think no it's drama. Just a little That's heavy. all it is. If there's, 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 no, there's no drama, but it's still heavy. So yeah. it's like, well, if it's dramatic without drama, well, we need something else. And, and it's then hard. it's still on the premises. Yeah, and it's hard because we look at Bachelor, Bachelorette is super fluff, fun mm -hmm. shows, right? They are mindless background noise at best, right? So whenever we look at these shows, they're a great escape when I don't know, there's a pandemic happening. Mm -hmm. What a great escape and you don't want to go and watch real people talk yeah. about real things that are really heavy and really right. matter. You want to see Bennett talk about his fancy collection of bow ties. That's right. what you want to see. Isn't it Hitchcock, Hitchcock who said, you know, uh, film is just real life with all the boring stuff taken out? And I think they're just trying to like... Yeah, it's just all the hype. They're just trying moments. to... Yeah, yeah like we get it. And, I think the only, truthfully, while I do appreciate this season and I love the guys and I love how great it is, it really is, I think it's almost just because it's a deviation from the norm, it's refreshing. But if it was this season after season after season, we'd be like, what are we watching? It's just mm -hmm. all serious. And it's like, you know, yeah. it's just a nice bit of respite from the storms that they usually present. Um, but yeah, after it does become a little, like how many, how many weeks are we gonna watch this of just like a bunch of nice guys, who's gonna win? Good for mm -hmm. them, you know? And she says, I've always wanted a guy to show up for me mm. like that. I just rolled my eyes. Yeah. I didn't write it because I didn't even want, I, I didn't want to give it any, any energy. She did not allow a kiss though, which was awesome. Yeah. Amazing. And it was and really fun was to watch very that. serious. She's like, nice try. And she was serious. <laughs> she wasn't even laughing. And since we are living for this re-entrance of Bennett back into our lives, even though it's the same episode, so he kind of never left. Yeah. Um, I figured we could re-enter the beautiful cinnamon smelling world of your hometown hopeful. Show me the just one of the great songs of all time. Not just, not just, I mean, it's definitely the greatest like in TV intro song of all time, but it's just one of the great oh, songs wow. of all time. I mean, yeah, nice. all the versions of it. The, the version in the last season was really dramatic, kind of boys to menish, if you remember. And it was really pretty. And it was like the camera was just panning all that you'd experienced over the, like the eight to 10 years or whatever, how long the show was on the air. And it's just, it's really kind of romantic. They even have little Ashley Johnson, the new baby that they brought into the world, you know, and it's, it was, it was fun. Not that I watched the show or anything. This is, I know we go off on tangents, but that, that, that takes, that takes the Riley cake right there. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the Riley cake.
Yeah. All right. So uh, let's start with race first. Your top four, including them. Uh, Zach, I already had. Um, uh, Steve Jobs. And oh, Ivan. Yeah. Brendan. Brendan. Yeah, Ivan. Ivan. Yeah. I, I'm going to go. I'm pretty sure Ben's going to get it. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. My, my boy Riley is... I, I'm feeling even stronger about it this week than I did last. I'm actually going to go Bennett. Yeah, Zach C. Zach C, Bennett, Ben, and Riley. I like it. I like it. What about you, Chelsea? I want to know your hometown hopefuls. Well, my hometown hopefuls are Ben, Zach C, mm-hmm. Blake, and Noah. Just kidding, because there's a whole set of mental lull spoilers at the end of this episode right? that shows Blake and Noah what? at the mental all. And I, I was know. like, you yeah, can't show them in those Hey, I wish them the very best, whatever that may look like. I do. <laughs> I do. This has been... Jet. And Frace. And Chelsea, leaving you with these parting hashtags. Hashtag show up, hashtag boobs, hashtag Chris Harrison, hashtag Chris Harrison for Christmas, hashtag no Chris Harrison, hashtag Jojo Fletcher, hashtag fashion corner, hashtag Zoomcast, hashtag pop quiz, hashtag La Quinta, hashtag Tic Tacs, hashtag Bennett is back, hashtag milk toast, that's one word, hashtag blue corn B-roll, hashtag hometown hopefuls, hashtag socks with pants, guys. We are all here for the right reasons. Bye-bye. Now, wait, aren't all hashtags one word? You just specified that's one word. Milk toast. Milk toast is one word. Oh, okay. Well, but the hashtag was going to be one word regardless. Yeah, I know. know I know, but we're trying to make it. Okay. Well. One word. Well, then how about we finish it off with two words? (gasps) What two words were you thinking? I don't know. Lil John. 